Welcome to the Mad Scientist Podcast, powered by minorities who are astonishingly driven scientists, where we aim to serve everyone pursuing a career in STEM and teach them that they are graced to dominate STEM. Welcome to another episode of Mad Mondays. My name is Marilyn Chanel and I'm so, so, so excited to be back for yet another week. So today, as you can see by our title, we are going to be talking about keeping God first as a student. Yes, keeping God first as a student. If you are somebody who has maybe been struggling with your faith and you're like, I don't even know how I can keep God first because I don't even know who God is or I don't feel like I don't have a personal relationship with God. Or you can be a student like me. And when I first got into, honestly, I would say high school and college, I was still figuring out my relationship with God, I didn't really know what that looked like. And honestly, I'm still doing that to this day. But during that time, I was still figuring out my relationship with God and I was still wanting to be a top student. And I found that throughout my time of becoming a student, I started pushing more away, more of my time of God away in order to be a top student. And then I realized that I wasn't becoming the best student. Then I was like, what is going on? And maybe you're just somebody who maybe you don't believe at all. And you're like, I don't know whether I want a relationship with God or not. I'm still trying to figure God out. So today I want to talk about that. And for those who may be on the fence of struggling with their faith and those of you who may have grown up in church and kind of you're still trying to learn God for yourself and you just so happen to be a student, hey, I want to talk to you today. And it doesn't matter what type of student you are. I believe we could have some people who are in middle school, high school, college. We got some post-grads, some med school students, whatever it may be. What, whoever you are, keep it's keeping God first as a student. I'm going to talk about my personal story, then talk about some things that you could do to keep God first as a student. And then, yeah, so let's just get on into it. So before we get into the episode today, I just want to say that God wants to be God over your life. God, like, God, the God, the creator of you, of me, the universe, the sky, everything, everything that you see, you go out and you see all the beautiful, the works of the hands of God, that same God who created what you see, created you. And he knows every single aspect of you, that aspect being what, what, what happens with your body. The way you're created, your physical features, your likes, your dislikes, where you're from, who who your parents were, where you're going to be moving next month, what college you're going to be going to, what you're going to be studying in college, what you're going to be minoring in in college, your extracurricular activities. He wants to be, he is, 
He's the God that wants to be God over every single aspect of your life. And a part of this is first understanding that God created you and he wants to be God in your life. He doesn't want to be just in one aspect of it. Like, God, you can be God over my finances. You can be because I want to be rich. I want to make six figures, whatever your financial goals may be. You can be God over my family because I want you to take care of them. I want their health to be intact. I want my health to be intact. You can be God over you fill in the blank. Whatever you've said that you wanted God to be God over. Whatever it is. God wants to be God over that. Yes, but he also wants to be God over every single aspect of your life. And it didn't hit me until I was... I can't even remember what what year I was in college when it hit me that God wanted to be God. I want to say my junior year of college, that God wanted to be God over me as a college student. The way that I studied, why I was majoring in chemistry, what was its purpose. Even today, I kind of still may not fully know, but it's still a purpose in it. Because I've had people confirm it to me. And what I will say is I I learned that God wanted to be first in that. That all my plans would succeed if I put him first. Because he wanted to be God over who I was as a student. He, He knew that I was one of those students that wanted to be at the top. That wanted to make straight A's all across the board. And when I wasn't succeeding in those areas I felt like it was an attack on me I felt like maybe I wasn't the best student or maybe it was just maybe I was failing and and I I felt a lot of it was due to some 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 mental health issues especially around COVID time but it allowed me to see that God wants to be God over me as a student and to have me not put my education over him because he's the one that will guide my steps, direct my steps. And all in all, help me be successful as a student. So God wants to be God over your life, not just in one aspect, but all. And today we're talking about the aspect of being a student. And that includes you. You're a middle school student, high school student college student, PhD student, medical school student, whatever student you are. And maybe, honestly, maybe you're just a student in the school of life. (laughs) So that would include all of us. But God wants to help guide you through those moments that you have as a student. And so I talked about this a couple couple seconds ago when I was that high-achieving student. And I also talked about this and a whole lot of episodes back, I can't even remember what episode it was, but if you scroll back and listen to some of the previous episodes, I talked about the kind of student I was in high school. I was one of those students that was saying, I want to make all A's all throughout high school, and I was striving to make that every single year. I ended up, by my senior year, I was number one in my class, but then by the end of senior year, I dropped to number two. So I graduated as the salutatorian of my high school. 
And the steps it took for me to get there was being in the mirror, studying, staying up late to get projects done. I was a student who wanted to be the best. I wanted to I, I wanted to make high grades. And I wasn't I wasn't comparing myself to my other classmates. It was just a an internal drive I had to be better, better than who I was the last year. When I first got into high school, I wanted to be better than who I was in 8th grade as the middle schooler. So I came in with that high drive I kind of knew God. I kind of was praying. I kind of was like, God, I want to make all A's all throughout high school. And I ended up achieving that. Well, except for the the end of my senior year when I ended up dropping to number two and I got (laughs) a C in. But yeah, anyways, I ended up making it. And um, I can talk about that maybe in another episode. But yes, throughout my, my high school journey, I ended up being that student who was that overachiever and then by the end of my high school years I felt burnt out I just felt like I don't I can't I don't want to study I can't study I can't focus I can't make it to the top I can't stay at the top with this mindset and I I was a wreck my senior year of high school and then that carried on into college Honestly, I was like, I don't even know if I want to go to college. But, you know, it was the thing that was that everybody was saying, what are you going to major in? What college are you going to go to? So college was the next step. I went to college and I still had that feeling of I don't feel like doing this. I don't feel like studying. I still feel like I can't grind as hard as I did back at the beginning of high school. I don't feel like I have that drive. I'm not studying. Instead of studying, I want to sleep. I didn't have that will to get up and do. And I was like, something ain't right. And then I get to my junior year of college and I hit, it feels like rock bottom. Rock bottom. I had missing assignments. And I had the, the thought of, I don't even want to finish school anymore. This was around COVID time and I was locked up in my room. And, you know, if you've, if you've been a student during COVID, you would understand that, that there was a dramatic switch between being in the classroom and then going completely virtual in the middle of the school year. So you would understand <laughs> That that was a hard pivot. And if you're anybody like me, you had to sit in your room, figure out your life, whatever's going on outside. You're looking on the news. Craziness has happened. Mask mandates. Can't go here. Can't go this place. And then you still have to remain a student and do well. And it was during that time that I was met with, I've been putting my performance as a student over God. During that time in my room in college, God met me. I was was at the lowest of the low, y'all. I was in bed for days straight. Like I said, missing assignments, didn't feel like getting up, didn't feel like studying. I was passing by by the hairs on my chinny chin chin. 
God met me and he, and, and it's, he allowed me to understand that without putting him first, I won't be successful in anything. That work ethic, that hunger, that drive I had in high school to study and be the top student and make the A's, it was good for that season. It was good for a while, but it could not sustain me from high school to the end of high school to the beginning of college, throughout college. I felt burnt out. I wasn't submitting to God and I wasn't putting God first, but I was putting my performance as a student first. There's nothing wrong with studying. There's nothing wrong with going to class. There's nothing wrong with wanting to make A's on your test. There's nothing wrong with doing any of those things. But God wants us to put him first. First. (laughs) And believe me, this is hard. And I say is hard as in present tense. It's hard to do. But God says in, uh, in Proverbs 16, Verse three, I'm reading from the Amplified version. It says, commit your works to the Lord, submit and trust them to him and your plans will succeed if you respond to his will and guidance. So if I commit my plans to him and submit my will to him, my plans of that will succeed. And so we're going to talk about how... How can we do that as a student? How can we put God first? How can we commit our works as a student to the Lord? Maybe you're in for the people, for those who feel called to STEM. Like you, 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 it's just this longing to be some top scientist, some person in tech, some person, some engineer, some mathematician. You feel that there's this longing, this call. Committing to the Lord first, putting God at the head, at the forefront of your, whatever it is you're setting out to do, your plans will succeed. God can't lie. (laughs) He can't lie. But you got to put him first. And I've seen that because I've been putting everything else before him I went through a period in time where I started failing in those areas just so that I can see how important it is to put God first and whatever it is that I'm doing. I had a lot more stuff happen during this time, but that can be told in another episode. So today, I'm going to give you guys a few points, some things that I've learned as I've been a student. From the time that I've been in elementary school to the time that I, honestly, I just graduated, but to me being a college student. And a lot of times we start things and say, God bless this and whatever it is, but seek, it's, it's seeking God for what he wants us to do. And then keeping God first when we finally get to that place, you know? All right. So, number rule number one 
I don't want to say rule because <laughs> I don't want us to feel like it's a whole lot of rules to follow. But one thing that I've learned is keeping is accepting God into your life. The first encounter I would say I had as a student of accepting God into my life was when I was in the fifth grade. I, my mom took me to a church and back in the children's ministry part, they made it look so, so cool. I was like, oh my gosh, this looks so, so fun. They had a big, they had two big screens. They had a stage, they had loud music. And my mom had us going to that church pretty often. And so they would have us play games they had cool Bible studies. They just made going to church look so fun, which I kind of needed at that age because who wants to be sitting in a boring service when you are little and your attention span is so short? <laughs> but yeah, so it was one Sunday they were they they were playing this video of a summer camp that was going to be taking place this summer after fifth grade after me completing fifth grade and I was like oh my gosh I really 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 want to go and so because I had somebody else there who had went and she had talked about how it was fun and yeah so I begged my mom to so I could go and so um told her how much it was and so we ended up making she ended up making it happen her and my dad ended up making it happen so that I could go and during this time at this camp, they made it, they made coming to Jesus look so fun. They made it, they made it into a way where my fifth grade brain, what was I, 10 or 11, could understand who God was at that time. And it was at that time that I was still kind of struggling. I was, I was still struggling for of knowing who God was. I was like, does God even hear me? I even know who I am. And I had a camp counselor who I expressed those feelings to and told her, I don't even know whether God hears me. And I was pouring out a whole bunch of stuff to her about what I felt as uh, as an 11 or 10 year old at that time. And she affirmed me, God hears you. God sees you. God knew you before you were even formed in your mother's womb. So he he knew who you would be. He knew that you would be at this exact moment, in this exact place, on this day. He loves you. He loves you. Regardless of the mistakes that you've made in the past. And after all the mistakes that you will make when you get older, and it has been a lot of mistakes that I've made since being a 10 or 11, 11 year old girl at that time. But she affirmed me for who I was and for who God was in my life. And I have never felt like that before that time. I felt so loved. I felt so accepted. I felt so, I felt like God himself was sitting with me that day. And I accepted God into my life. At a young age, and a disclaimer, it still didn't mean that I didn't go through things. 
It didn't mean that I still didn't mess up and make a whole lot of mistakes after that point. But I acknowledged that, God, I, I want you to come into my life. I want you to be here. I want you I want you to be God over my life. Even though even though life gets hard, whether you're a believer or not, life is going to be life is going to be hard. It's going to hit, but it's better to have God on your side when it does. Because he's a protector. Because he's a redeemer, because he's a sustainer, because he's a healer, because he's a deliverer, because he's a provider because he is all of these amazing things and so it's it's giving God that free reign to live with you and say God I'm going to allow you to be in my life I'm going to allow you to be here I want to accept you as God in my life Wouldn't wouldn't you rather do life with the one who already knows your tomorrow? Wouldn't you want to do life with Jesus when, and and when you speak His name, demons tremble? That is the person that you will want to do life with, and I would want to say in this time that you are accepting God into your life and you're still learning about who God is, be open and honest. God, I don't know who you are. I was honest with that lady that day. I don't even know. Does does God even hear me? Because I feel like I've been talking and he don't even hear me. And be open and honest with God. God, I don't I don't fully understand you. I don't. It's I'm having a hard time believing who you are because of the things that you allow to happen in my life. I'm having a hard time accepting that. You can be real when or you're you're as powerful as you say you are when you allow this person in my family to die. I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around you when you didn't come through for me during this. When there's so much bad happening in the world, how can you be real? I'm having a hard time accepting you because you didn't stop the the bad things. You allowed them to continue to happen, whatever it may be, whatever it may be. Accept God into your life and be honest. Be open and real with him. And I know for me, I've, I've had times where I've, I've wanted to feel the hand of God in my life and asked for it. And he revealed it. So do the same thing. So that's one point that I would suggest when to keeping God first as a student is accepting him into your life. And then saying, God, I'm going to give you (laughs) control over me as a student. Help me to become a better student. Help me to become a better person who is able to steward my time. Help me to become a person who is able to study. Whatever your thing may be. Because God is the helper. He, he's a helper. <laughs> he, he allows us to do things that maybe will be hard for us to do on our own. So accept God into your life and then ask him to help you. 
help you help you to do those things that you want to do and that you're called to do. Because I remember me asking those same things. God, help me to be a better a better student. Help me to show up on time. Help me to study more. Give me that drive. Help me steward my 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 gifts and talents a little a little not a little but a lot better than what I've been doing. And the next thing I would say, and honestly, I feel like this will this could honestly be another episode, <laughs> or maybe a part two. I don't know. We'll see. But one other thing that I would have to say is getting around wise counsel. Get around wise counsel. I remember before getting on campus, I didn't really know a whole lot of people. I didn't have a whole lot of uh, churches that I knew in my college because it was away from my hometown. And I was kind of one of those kids that um, I wasn't going to church regularly when I first got to college. But one thing I would say is if you don't have wise counsel right now, pray for it. Ask God for it. God put me around people who are going to be wise counsel in my life and who are going to help me stay on the right path. People who are going to course correct me. People who are going to help me learn more about you and people who are going to help guide me more towards you. People who are going to help me develop my relationship with you. Pray for it. Ask for it. Ask for it. Because he'll do it. I remember praying for a friend. And at this time, I really wasn't praying for a friend that would lead me to God. But I was, well, I guess I kind of was. I was praying for a friend who would be in line with the morals that I had. You know? Because I was was that that girl that kind of didn't like partying too much. I didn't really like drinking too much, smoking too much. I had some other issues going on in my life. (laughs) But... I wanted a friend who would be there for me, who would help me. And I remember praying for that and also praying for a friend who was more in line with who I was. And I remember getting that friend in college and she was someone who led me to wise counsel. And she was also wise counsel. And I'm just now realizing that now, you know. In these days that I, I, the thing that I was asking for, I ended up getting plus more. And I ended up getting around people and and getting into Bible study on my campus that helped me develop a personal relationship with God. No religion. No, you got to wear white in order to be saved. No, you're condemned to hell. And God is going to never forgive you for this. None of that. But helping me develop a personal relationship with God. Helping me to receive the Holy Spirit. And so after receiving the Holy Spirit, he was able to do a work in me. He was able to do a work in me. I feel like I just want to say that one more time. He was able to do a work in me. I honestly, I became a totally different person from the time I entered college up until the time I 
exited college. I swear. God has done a work in me. And that's been through accepting him into my life and also getting around wise counsel. And so what does that look like for you? You as a student, honestly, me. Well, you. You as a student, if you have not gotten, if you may not have met wise counsel yet, pray for it. But there's also people that you could watch until you can get into the physical space of another person or a group. You can watch it online. You can watch it online. I know some some people um, that I watch now or may listen to now. Maybe that'd be on a podcast or some other some other streaming site is Ebony Evans, Tatum Tamia. She has a podcast as well. And her podcast is called Blessed and Bossed Up. I remember, I remember listening to her a lot. Another person I listened to a lot was Sarah Jakes Roberts. Um, I'm trying to trying to think. Um, Tanya Lofty, T A N Y A L O F T Y, on YouTube. And I'm trying to see. Oh, Austin Smith. He has sermons online as well and he was actually the person that I used to go to I used to go to his bible studies on campus when he started them and then he ended up starting a church which I also attended as well and so but before I could get to the wise council in person I was watching the videos online and then from there and and seeds were planted then and then from there I ended up getting around wise council being introduced to who I just named, Austin Smith, his Bible studies on campus, and then being introduced to church. Wise counsel is amazing because there are going to be people who are going to help you grow spiritually. And spiritual health is important very important and honestly they're not only gonna just help you grow spiritually but help you grow mentally help you grow physically help you grow financially you can have so many you can have so much wisdom from wise counsel from people from friends that just want to see the best for you for people who want to hold you accountable and for people that, that just help you help you grow in more ways than than you are right now And so as a student, by having these wise counsel into your life, you're going to grow spiritually, but you're also, that's also going to overflow into other areas like you being a student. You're going to want to, when you have God in your life and when you have wise counsel, people who pray for you, people who get you connected to the right people who can help you grow in your career grow financially they help you in more ways than just spiritually when you are connected to the right ones and when you accept and when you have God in your life directing your path and you're saying God I'm going to allow you to have free reign in my life 
it's going to overflow into other areas into you as a student you're you're going to be a better student you're going to want to study more well study better <laughs> have a better have better study habits steward your time more steward what it is that you that you have or whatever assignments that you have as a student and i'm trying to think is there anything else that i could talk about hmm and so for you i would say um before we end this episode what does that really look like for you as a student how could you integrate this into your routine as a student because i know for me i know sometimes the schedules can get hectic if you are somebody who's who has you have to get up you have you kind of have a quick breakfast or you may not even eat breakfast at all which i do not encourage make sure you get breakfast um but then after that you got classes and after classes you go to study or you gotta work and then after that you are doing homework and do all i get it but if you want to find a place to start, it's find the holes in your routine where you can squeeze in just a little time with God. A little. A little. If that's the morning, you can squeeze in a, a session where you're praying. Praying. Asking God, hey, God, I just want you to come and come. Be a part of my day. Help me. Help me. <laughs> Help Jesus, help. All that's all I can say. But make your prayers personal. God wants to know whatever it is that's going on in your life. He And he wants to be a part of it. He wants to be a part of it. He wants to be a part of it. So if you can squeeze some time in during your lunch break, between classes, maybe listening to a sermon after class, listening to a sermon or listening to, to something that's going to help you grow, grow spiritually. Some people who are going to teach you and help you dive into the text um the word you can do that do that after class do it before class do it between classes whatever but finding some holes in your routine where you can start incorporating time with god and then the next thing is be on the lookout for bible studies be on the lookout for and it may not just be Bible studies, but just groups, ministries, groups that you may have on campus that may be close to your campus, that may be somewhere in your community, somewhere in your city. And I'm going to be honest, some of them you may not rock with. And that's totally OK. I know for me, when I first got on campus, my first Bible study group, it was I, <laughs> but it, I didn't feel like it was the best fit for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's all right, but it ain't the best fit for you. And that's OK. And that's OK. But don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. OK, let me stress it again. Don't give up. You may just have to find the right one. That's a good fit for you. Somebody who teaches you the way that you need to be taught. And some people who really do preach Jesus, they don't preach anything else, but they preach Jesus. People who don't glorify themselves, but they preach the word and people who who preach the true word and people who don't condemn you people who demonstrate the love of God not just in what they preach but in how they live as well and until you find it pray for it 
pray for it. Say, God, help me help lead me to the right wise counsel. Help lead me to the right people who I can listen to, the right ministry, the right groups, the right friends on campus that are going to help me walk with you. So I'm just trying to think. I don't want to end this podcast without missing a point. Like I said, I could make it a part two. Dang it. I just, I don't want to just end it without saying almost everything that I feel like I need to say. Ah, okay. I think this is one more thing. All right. I think this is one more thing. And then we're going to, then I'm going to be out of (laughs) here. Then I'm going to be out of here and I'm going to get me something to eat. But I want to say in the beginning, and for a lot of us, it may seem like everything, Things aren't coming to pass as fast as you want them to come, you know. And when I was a little child and I was telling when I was in like when I was 10 or 11, I was telling you about my experience at that camp. And I was like, does God even hear me? Be patient, but keep working, because there have been times where I've still been questioning, does God even hear me? Like, shoot, (laughs) does God even hear what I'm saying? Does God not see what I'm going through? Keep pursuing God as a student. Don't let up. Do not let up. Okay? Let me say it one more time. Do not let up. When it comes to making money and, you know, when you just start a business and you're not seeing profit, what, what, what do these financial gurus tell you to do? Be consistent when you're trying to lose weight or you're trying to gain weight and you're not seeing your gains or your loss or you're losing your weight as fast as you want to see what what do the weight weight loss and weight gain people and fitness trainers tell you be consistent. What what honestly in anything in life, whatever guru it may be, what do they always tell you? Be consistent. You may not see the results you want to see immediately. But just know, God is working on your behalf. You want your wise counsel? You prayed for it? God is working on your behalf. You have something that you you said, God, I want a more personal relationship with you, and you feel like God still isn't hearing you? God is working on your behalf. I have to say this because I felt like this as a student. And then now that I look back on freshman year, I have the things that I prayed for right now. I have the things that I prayed for years ago. And even though it didn't seem like it, but it it was all working. It was all working and it all flowed together seamlessly. Okay. Because I've had those moments where I was like, dang, why why don't I hear Why don't I hear God like these people do? Or why isn't my relationship, my God, why isn't my relationship with you not as deep as the other Christians I see? In God's word, he said, when you seek me with your whole heart, then you will find me. I had to realize that I wasn't seeking God with my whole heart. I was seeking him with maybe like 25% of it. And when I started analyzing my time and where everything was going, 
I was spending more time on my phone. I was spending more time doing other stuff. I wasn't seeking God. There's a difference between looking and seeking. I was I was halfway looking, but I wasn't seeking. And I'm I feel like I'm just now starting to get to that point where I'm starting to just now starting to seek. Just now starting to seek. So you don't see the results. You feel like God isn't hearing you. You feel like believe me. Don't give up. Stay consistent. Stay the course. You will see a mighty move of God. You will see. All right. So we're going to end this episode. I want you guys to remember that you are graced to dominate STEM. Those that God has called to, to areas in STEM, he wants to use you. He wants to do something great in your life. He wants to birth something great through you. Yes, you. And in order to get there, seek him. God, how do I get there? God. Come into my life. Help me. Help help me clean up this stuff. Help help guide me. Direct me, God. God show me. Show God show me the things that I need to change. What are some things that I need to implement? God wants to direct you on everything. He wants to be God over every single area in your life. He wants to direct you on what college to go to, what what to major in. He wants to direct you on what to do after graduation, what internships to apply for, the right professors to get connected to. Right job to apply to. He wants to help correct your study habits, everything, or help you with your bad habits that you may have, like some college students may have, or honestly before college, like drinking, smoking, sex, porn, depression, anxiety, whatever, you name it. God wants to help you with that. So before we end, some prayers that I've prayed as a student was just a simple God help me. I'm lost without you. I need you. I don't know what I'm doing. Help me. God, deliver me from myself. God, help me to no longer procrastinate. But God, help me to steward the things that you've given me. And another thing that I asked God was, God, is this the field for me? Be open and honest with God. Prayer is a big thing. It's just communication with God. It doesn't have to be elaborate. It may not sound like all the other preachers. You don't have to do all the huffing and puffing. Just be open and honest with God. But yeah, so I I pray that God brings the right people into your life. It's no coincidence. The people that come into your life, it's no coincidence that they'll be there. And honestly, it's no coincidence that you came across this podcast. All right, but God, I, I pray that. I pray that God helps you grow spiritually. I pray that God helps you grow as a student. And not just a student in class, but a student a student for God. Does that make sense? A student just a student for wanting to learn more about God. And in turn, it it'll just the things that you learn and the way that that God moves in your life will They cannot help but to overflow into areas like you as a student. Okay. And I also pray that God helps remove the blinders off of your eyes or the the scales off of your eyes. You know, I, I pray that God helps you to understand who he is, to learn more about who he is, because maybe you're someone who, like I was saying in the beginning, you have some doubts. 
you've heard some things, you see some things in the world not going right, you've had some things in your life not go right, and it, it, it clouds you, it clouds your vision of who God is. So I pray for I pray for you. If you're that person, that God helps to remove those off of your eyes and that He He can get through you to help you to understand that regardless of what has happened, that He's still God. We may not know why, but that He's still God and, and even if some things may not have gone as planned that he still has better things planned for you. And then lastly, I just pray that God helps helps you to surrender his will. Let me say that again. That God helps you to surrender your will to him. That God, I get, that God, we help to give up our will for yours because we already know that yours is way better than what we have planned. But yeah, so oh my gosh, I don't think I've said it today. Did I say it? I don't know, but I this is one that I was actually really excited about. <laughs> but yeah, this has been another episode of Mad Mondays, and it's keeping God first as a student. Keeping God first as a student. So I pray that you have an amazing week, an amazing rest of your month of July. Happy July. And I pray that even for the rest of this year, when you go back to school, maybe you're in summer school or maybe you're going back to school in the fall, whatever it may be, that you remember these points of keeping God first as a student. So if you come across this podcast and you want to talk to me, you can DM me at Marilyn Chanel on Instagram. If I don't reply immediately, just know I'm not being fake. I'm not being rude. I don't have notifications on for Instagram just because I get distracted kind of easily. But whenever I get on Instagram and I see a message, I'm going to do my best to respond in a timely manner. And yeah. And also you can follow us at MadScientistSC on Instagram. So all the information will be linked in the show notes. I pray you guys, oh my gosh, this is a long episode, but I pray you guys have an amazing week. I love you. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Mad Scientist podcast. Remember, we are graced to dominate STEM. Distant cousin, brother, little sister. I see myself in the young ones when I look in their eyes and feel like a mirror.